the Olympics. Wait, what? What? Yeah, yeah, I don't care about the Olympics anymore. Oh, because the Lakers did a trade. Oh, it was a blockbuster trade. Oh, okay. So obviously, we're not talking about the Olympics anymore. So this is debate amongst friends. Uh, obviously, our managers uh, said that they don't give a crap about the Olympics anymore because the whole basketball world didn't care about the Olympics anymore. Wow. Um, you do know that Blockbuster went out of business, right? <laughs> so did Hollywood Video. That's true. So did Hollywood Video. And they're both uh, in California. Uh, <sighs> uh, but yes, if you heard the sound of his voice, you know Doc Wiesner has made a triumphant return with the chip on his shoulder. And folks, he is hyped because it was draft night last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Very hyped, actually. How very hyped. Doing good there, boy. Uh, doing good. But first, before we do that, we got the Professor John Gotti, the King of Trolls. Oh, my God. I stumbled. Let me start that over. We got the the Professor John Gotti, the King of RNG, the Troll Master, the Data Analyzing Ninja, the Conqueror of his own fate, the newly formed Terminator. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Cleaner. Best podcasting machine. Tranquilo, Doc, el idolo. We are no monsters, but we're pretty darn good at this podcasting thing. How are you doing, man? I'm ready to get started. Oh, yeah. You see, I wish, you know, eventually we got to get the video back up and running. Maybe next season, right? Because right behind me, the people don't know, but every show I have someone behind me as my background today. I'm throwing kudos to this man right here, Raphael. Huevos Stone, who had a great first draft. I'm sure I know he's been in the draft rooms with that bum Daryl Morey in the past. But Raphael Stone pulled off some really, really Morey-esque moves, but they were his own moves. Uh, and it was perfect, but we'll get into that later. This blockbuster trade, which leaves some fans... I'm going to say half and half, you know, uh, really coffee mate, half and half, you know, no hazelnut, no French vanilla. We're talking original, maybe unsweetened creamer here. They're unsure, not insure, but unsure about this. With so many other choices, Johnny, the Lakers say, we want the triple double, Russell Westbrook to join the fray, which I assume would end the reign of Mr. Schroeder on the team. Yes, uh, because he is a free agent. So right. it looks like they he wants a gazillion him. dollars too. <laughs> he wants a gazillion, which I love. I think a lot of people want a lot of money. Okay, uh, well, like, they, you know, Kyle Lowry, I think at, Kyle Lowry at, you know, 38, 39 years old, I think he wanted $90 million. So, um, I mean, I'm curious to see how this works, but let's get into the trade here, which Blockbuster, I felt like, honestly, the Wizards won this trade. Um, 
to number one, come off of Russell Westbrook's contract. Number two, give up future second round picks for Kyle Kuzma, who I don't think had an opportunity to actually thrive in any offense that he's been in since he's been in L.A. Kentavious uh, Caldwell Pope, who I think is a pretty solid scorer, and the energy <laughs> glass shattering forward Montrez Harrell. I don't know if you've seen that video. <laughs> and the number 22 pick in which they took Isaiah Jackson. I, I think this is a solid return for a guy who's, I think, slightly beyond his prime. I don't think he's got the juice that CP3 or some of the other veteran guards have that they should have went for. Dame, CP3, freak, hey, they they probably could have traded this for freaking, you know, they, they could have went out and got Ben Simmons for this. <laughs> you know, they could have went and got Ben Simmons, which, you know, you don't have to worry about it because, you know, him and LeBron would just throw alley-oops to each other all game, right? You don't got to worry about free throws. Um, but what did you think when you heard this? I didn't see the details when it first came out, but what did you, when you saw the details, how did you feel about it? Honestly, I was <clears throat> I was almost whiplashed with how quickly they pivoted. <laughs> yeah, it was a big pivot. Oh my god. It was like, oh my god, they're getting buddy healed. Ooh, no. Right. Yeah. Who's that girl? It was like real quick. Like, oh my you know, god. It is like... exactly like that meme. It is exactly mm-hmm. like that meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's ridiculous. It, it did because you were like, "Oh, Lakers getting Buddy Hill." No, they're not. That uh, they're... Yeah, that would have been great for them. Yeah, um, but I guess to make the money work, you know, you throw Kuzma in there. Obviously, Westbrook makes forty plus Kuzma million. At everyone, they really were. Um, at and everyone. I think I think for this haul, I really just believe they could have got somebody better. Um, they could have probably threw in an extra pick and got Dame for this, right? They could have probably got somebody younger, like a De'Aaron Fox, or uh, they, they really could have they could have did something better than this. They could have did better than Buddy Hill too, <laughs> personally. But I just they needed. To I say that because Buddy Hill probably needs to go to a bigger market. Bigger market. I can agree. And the same with De'Aaron Fox. That's what I'm saying. Like, why not go for the gusto? Like, freaking. SGA, uh, Gilgis Alexander out there on the block. What, what, and, and what did I say yesterday? I said, window of opportunity. That's all this is. Window of opportunity. That went, and what did I say? That window's tinted. <laughs> and it might not be tinted for fi- fashion and style. It might be tinted with dirt and dust and maybe a little grime. Well, people are, I saw what you did there. Uh, people are already <laughs> declaring the Lakers as next year's champion already because you know how that is. They all injury prone now. I mean, they're all you know Anthony Davis injured, LeBron now he's he's getting injured. I mean, I'm sure he'll take care of his body, but he's getting he's getting hurt. Westbrook, yeah. I just don't. He just doesn't shoot consistently enough uh, to warrant respect um, in a sense that. Hey, he's gonna come in and dominate. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna give you a triple double, possibly unless LeBron wants a triple double. Well, or, and the problem is like now you have two distributors who, right. who wants the ball. <laughs> I mean, really, it sounds like they wanted to get a redistributor. 
I let the first one go. I let the first one go. <laughs> now you're a bit nice. <laughs> okay, all right. I won't do any of that anymore. But um, uh, yeah, it seems like they 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 must have wanted somebody else that can come in and distribute the basketball if LeBron goes down or, you know, if they can't retain a veteran guard. Um, I know playoff Caruso might be out the door or MVP Caruso might be out the door. Um, obviously Schroeder may be gone. They yeah, just they got rid of this move yeah. is literally saying they're not going to resign Schroeder. Cause if they yeah. resign Schroeder and have like, come on. Um, but, and I'm pretty sure we won't, we won't get into this particular part of the draft, but I did mention off the podcast that they did get Mac McClung as an undrafted free agent, which he's a pretty solid player, obviously, mm-hmm. um, really, really heavily toted out of high school, um, cho- chose Georgetown. And then I think he went to Texas tech or one of those schools, Texas Christian, one of those schools in Texas. And, um, I definitely would have never expected him to go undrafted. Um, but. That's the whole thing with these these uh, college athletes, which we'll get into uh, after we get into these uh, trades. Like, <clears throat> I was looking at NBA.com, and I was mm-hmm. looking at the draft grade for the Lakers. They gave him a B plus, but <laughs> they had no mentioning of him at all. Right. They just gave him a yeah. B plus because of the Westbrook trade. Which I, I guess, I, I mean, you get Westbrook, you know, hey, but it, the thing is, you don't even know what that 22nd pick is going to exactly. be. In. And obviously, we're going to find out in years, you know, years to come if, you know, that particular deal, which, as we said, uh, turned out to be Isaiah Jackson, who's a really, really good player. I believe that's out of Kentucky. Um, uh, if he turns out to be a stud, which they already have, uh, what, Hichimura, right? Hachimura. You get. You throw Montres Harrell in there with Hichimura. You get Kyle Kuzma and Kandavious Caldwell-Pope. Scorers that Bradley Beal now, who he said, hey, I, I don't want to go anywhere. Right? This is looking this is looking better already. Yep. Right? All we need now is if you're not going to have me be a distributor, we just need a distributor, and, and we're, we're in business. Uh, but they also have um, they have a point guard there too. Uh, I can't think they had another guard there. I can't think of who it was, but I think that they did have a different guard. Um, and it, it just might be a matter of letting letting the young guys play. Um, you know, letting letting uh, Neto. That's what it was, Raul Neto. Yep. And they have Ish Smith. It, it was those two. Kind of, I was thinking of. I would think I was thinking more of Ish Smith than Neto, but um, I know they both played, you know, in uh, later later in the season. But Ish Smith can step up and play. But I really like who they have. They have a pretty solid core. Um, obviously, they bring in a, a new recruit, a new rookie. Hopefully, he can get integrated. Montrezl Harrell, Kendavious Caldwell Pope, and Kyle Kuzma, and um, we'll see what the Lakers do. Um, see how many veterans they can sign at the. Minimum, I guess. <laughs> is it starting to feel like Cleveland again? It is. It is. But let's go through some of these other trades really quickly here. Um, the Clippers traded for the number 51 overall pick in the draft and took Brandon Boston for New Orleans future. I believe it's cash considerations, um, but it could be draft considerations as well. 
the Portland Trailblazers traded for the 43rd pick. Um, and they took Greg Brown, received a future second round pick, which we saw a lot of this, a lot of future future picks, which I did enjoy. Uh, the Clippers took the 33rd pick from the Magic, and they took Jason Preston, took a they future took second round pick. pick from the Knicks too. Which I know we talked about via text. You, you know, it was okay, right? I mean, that guy looked like he could really play. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Keon Johnson, boy, can jump out the gym. And speaking of the Knicks, they also traded with the Oklahoma City Thunder for the 32nd pick, in which the Thunder took Jeremy or Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Knicks took Rokas Jacobatis and Miles mm-hmm. McBride. Um, so, I mean, the Knicks... I like the fact that they kind of got out of that first round. I told you, <laughs> I said that. I was like, man, the Knicks might be trying to skip that first round money and just say, hey, we'll do the second round. We'll we'll play the the you know the small game. We have some pretty solid players. Um, I like this. Uh, well, this I is mean, a different Knicks. It would have been, I believe, Clinton Grimes would probably make around one point three eight million dollars. Right. Versus, uh, for his first contract, so it's not like right. That's what I'm saying. But see, that's you're talking about that move from what was it, 2019, right? And then it was the 21st pick. Yeah, right? and they got the 25th pick. Down to the 25th pick, so that that does still save them that little bit of cash. I mean, kudos to the Knicks. This is the first it's time. A couple hundred. But I would definitely say yeah. we had a we had a very good. I really enjoyed watching Quentin Grimes in Houston. Um, the yeah, fact that see? he he did have to go from I believe it was was it Kentucky? Quentin Grimes. I, I think it was Kentucky. So yeah, let me use click search really quickly. Texas. I, I, no, really, no, no, no. Kansas, Kansas. Can, yeah, it was Kansas. It was it started with a K. He went to Kansas and University of Houston. Actually, he graduated from Houston. Yes. Well, he transferred to Houston and. They, he, had, he ended up having a, a bounce-back season, and that was when they went to the Final Four last year. I, like I said, I think the Knicks did a great job. This is very un-Nick-like to well, be making, a, first of all, making a, drafts, right? We, we, well, <laughs> A, we also need a, like quality guard play. Um, True. And we have a lot of free agents uh, this offseason as well. So we have a lot of cap coming off the books already, which Absolutely. is great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, so I'm I'm really happy with the Knicks. Um, I'm happy with what uh, obviously I told you my Rockets did. They 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 did two trades as well. Um, they traded a number. They traded two future first round picks, which I felt was Maury esque. But the pick for Alpen Alperin Sengun from Turkey. Aha, uh-huh, Turkey. Yes, international play. That's what I'm talking about. And then later on, coming back. And taking somebody from France, Turkey, France. Yes, aha, I see your underpants. Very happy about that. Um, I I haven't really seen us draft Wait, too many. France. In- yeah, the second guy was from France. Second guy's from Spain. Real Madrid. You talking about? Usman. They said France on on the screen. That's what they said. I mean, maybe remember I was on mute, so. <laughs> in, in my defense, I was on. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was watching on mute, but I was pretty sure they no, said he's France. From, he's from Real Madrid. Okay, so I'm, I, love, I love I love Spain. From France. 
I do love Spain though too, so I'm really happy with this. I'm but not, I'm gonna make sure I just know I don't want to get in any trouble though. But I will say that I was really surprised that we took that route. But I'm happy because um, they were taking people. Number one, an MVP in the Turkish league, right? And Raphael Stone said that this kid is this this 19 year old kid from Madrid. Now that you let me know, which I love Spain. Oh my God, Spain would love to go back. Probably one of the best. He said he didn't say one of the best defenders in the draft. He said, and I quote Johnny, one of the best defenders in the world. Well, this now, guy now now he yeah now he has to live up. Yes, exactly, exactly. Now, see, folks, I have to get people <laughs> understanding. Okay, picture in your head. <laughs> let's let's use a six a six foot ruler for example. Let's stand that up real quickly, okay? At two feet, you know that's pretty low expectation, right? About five feet. 11 inches, about average height for most males. It's, sure. you know, that, that's everyone's actual expectations for people. Doc's expectation is seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. So if this guy is called the best defender in the world, I mean, we talking, what, nine feet tall right now. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm hoping he can live up to it. I, I would be extremely happy with that. I, and I thought the Rockets did a good job, but let's get through these. Um, let's get through these regularly. These little last few trades here. Obviously, Cleveland getting Ricky Rubio, trading away Torian Prince, a second round pick, and cash consideration. Um, the Hornets traded the number 57 pick to Detroit. Um, for Mason Plumley and the number 34, 37 pick, excuse me. And then the Phoenix Suns traded away Javon Carter, who was, you know, pretty solid young guard uh, to the Brooklyn Nets for Landry Shamit, which I'm surprised Brooklyn gave up Shamit. Uh, I know that last season they, you know, they, they tried to get him to increase the shooting. I know he was kind of cold, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but... I'm really happy with the way the draft turned out. Obviously, Cade Cunningham went number one. Mm-hmm. Um, no surprise here. Uh, they go ahead and pair him with their core, their young core, Sadiq Bay. You know, um, what's the other? Not, I don't, I'm thinking of um, who's their big? Do they have a big? I think that's what they're missing. That they, they no, they, the Pistons. I think that's what they're missing. Unless Sadiq Bay is their big. That's that the only thing. Yeah, because remember they, they let Drummond go years ago, right? That was their big for a long time. Um, but yeah, I, I they, think they drafted Luca Garza in this year's draft. Gotcha. Let's see. Let's give I mean, depth chart right now. They have Mason. Well, Mason Plumley. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I keep saying that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, I was so gonna like, say they do still have, <laughs> but I mean it's still free agency. You know, I think they have Jaleel Okafor, um, who's but not yeah, really not terrible. Big. It's not really a big. At least, at least he doesn't play like a big. Um, like he's on the same platform as like Kevin Love. Like they're more of a four than a five. Uh, they got Dean Wade. I do like Dumboya, um, but he's really more of a. Oh, they got Jared Allen. 
Jared like, Allen. They, they had Jared Allen. Yeah, they they had Jared Allen Ooh, from the trade. Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Jared Bro. Allen, who was uh, who used to play Brooklyn. Afro. Who's in? Who's in Cleveland then? I thought he was in Cleveland. Yeah, he's in Cleveland. That's all I'm saying. We're talking about Detroit. I was about Cleveland. Why? You kept talking about Cleveland. No, we were talking about Detroit. I'll check Detroit now. No, don't check Detroit. I'm checking Detroit don't, right now. No, 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 no. Don't, don't check. I just told you it was on Detroit. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's it's just one of those things where they, yeah, that's weird. That's okay. That's okay. But I feel like Detroit can play positionless basketball, though, because obviously Jeremy Grant, he's, you know, 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, um, you're going to bring in now um, Kate Cunningham, 6'8", obviously. Sadiq mm-hmm. Bey is a pretty solid player. They do have Hamadou uh, Diallo, obviously, Dennis Smith Jr. from last yep. season. So they do have some pretty solid people um, with the second pick, obviously. Yeah, they can play a rather tall lineup. Yeah, I think it's going to be fine. Uh, with the second pick, you know, the Rockets made the right decision taking Jalen Green out of the G League. Um, this is the first year, obviously, we've seen that particular transition where they allow people to skip college, go to the G League. And I believe he scored somewhere between 17 to 20 points per game. Correct. And obviously, in a G League, that's legit, right? Um, if you can score 17 to 20 points per game, that at least means that you're able to compete on an NBA level. Yes. Uh, and I was going to say, I think the G League should better help many players get more acquainted with, with the how speed. the NBA is going to go speed-wise. Right. So, so yeah. so I, I think that'll I, help a lot. Yeah, I felt like it, it was um, really, really good for them to take green. Um, some really, really rough things happened where – the Rockets weren't able to meet with Mobley and Suggs. Um, so that happened. But uh, with the third pick, the Cavs took Mobley, um, which him paired with Allen, I think is going to be good. I think Mobley has a little bit more of a mid to you know bigger range shooting-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going to be a defensive terror um, going right. to the lane. Defensive terror, but they still need to score points. They do need to score points. And that's where I think Jared Allen is more limited. But um not trying to play him out, but I felt like I don't, the I Raptors... don't think they allowed him to open up his uh his route tree and scoring up surges. That's a good that's a good point. Because uh, people because people said the same thing about Rudy Gobert. True. Yeah, we just talked about that a couple of days ago. That's true. Um, but the Raptors, I thought, was pretty interesting, and they took Scotty Barnes and me, of course, watching on mute. I thought this was a Hawks pick, and I was like, "Why the heck did the Hawks take another forward?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "What the heck is going on?" I have my glasses on, and I'm watching on mute, and I'm like, "Why the heck did the Hawks take another forward?" Um, but I was pretty surprised that Scotty Barnes went before Jalen Suggs, um, Kuminga, um, even someone like uh, Davian Mitchell, um, mm-hmm. obviously Franz Wagner, uh, but Scotty Barnes went fourth. And um, just rounding out at the top five here, the Magic, who I thought had a really good draft, taking Jalen Suggs uh, to pair with their young backcourt. Um, and then there was rumors of them trying to get rid of Terrence Ross. So that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but Johnny, I'm happy. This is a really, really good draft. I mean, they stalled it a little bit. 
Um, I mean, they, they really drag, drug it out as much as they possibly could, I felt. I'm kind of happy that they didn't, you know, kind of pull a NFL uh, right. Um and kind of just kept going into every single player's backstory. It's like, it became depressing after a while. Right, right. <laughs> like, I ain't even gonna lie. And I don't wanna be that person, but like, sure. it, it definitely just dragged. And I mean, I was happy All that right. the, <laughs> I mean, I was happy that the NBA did draft um, Terrence Clark. Yes, um, and I, thought I was that gonna mention that too. I was just about mm-hmm. to mention that. Yeah, I mean, that, that part was pretty cool. Um, I <laughs> I was trying not to laugh, you know, because uh-huh. obviously you have, you know, mom and whoever the other young lady is crying. And then the son's just like, oh, my God, look over there. <laughs> look over there. Look over there. <laughs> just, and you can kind of see her say, shh, shh. <laughs> you know, like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this kid is having, like, the time of his life, and they're like, you know, balling that it was like bittersweet, you know. Uh, but you know, man, there's no crying in the draft, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. So I thought that was pretty funny, um, but sad at the same time. But I'm glad that they got a chance to do that. Um, but other than that, I thought it was a really, really good draft. Um, I'm gonna go back and watch. You know, Mr. Stone's press conference, first freaking draft. I think he knocked it out of the park. We back, baby. We back. I'm spiking that one. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's spiking it, folks. I That's want right. you to remember this. Yeah, I remember that it. We're back. on this day. Even, even if it's just in the play in tournament, man, we back. I don't care what nobody say. No, <laughs> just got to figure out what to do with John Wall. Yet. We have potential, but we're not back yet. We just got to figure out what to do with John Wall and Eric Gordon, you know. That that's like sixty million dollars of our cap. So, <laughs> uh, but Johnny, I know the people out there heard our podcast on their favorite podcast platform because we're on all of them. But if they didn't, they can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com to listen to this episode as well as all of the previous. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday at four p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we go over the news, the analysis, and the reads. And if you're not finding that, Doc has two words for you. Two words. Down.